Hello and welcome to the My VA Dayton podcast coming to you from Dayton, Ohio. This is the show where we talk with veterans in the Western Ohio region to share their stories and share what's happening at the Dayton VA Medical Center. I'm Scott Lease, your host with co-host Greg Tucker. We have with us today an Army veteran from Dayton, Ohio, Nick Ripplinger, president of Battlesite Technologies. Nick is a former operations NCO in the Army and is better known as the best-selling author of Frontline Leadership, Applying Military Strategies to Everyday Business and Frontline Leadership. He also founded Frontline Leadership LLC, a leadership training and development company. As a service-disabled veteran, Nick dedicates his personal time and resources to assist veterans in transition by leveraging their military skills in the business world. Welcome, Nick. Hey, thank you. Great to be here. And we are thrilled to have you. But uh, before we get to know a little bit more about you, Nick, we're going to put you to the test. All right, let's go. It's time! That's right. It's time to play Don't Tell Me. I think I know that. This is the game where we put our guests to the test of their knowledge of military trivia, a game where listeners can also play along to see if their minds are mired in mounds of military minutiae like ours are. Are you ready to take that challenge? Yeah, let's try it. All right, fantastic. Well, here's your first question. The United States joined World War II in December 1941 after what event? Would it be A, the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, B, the first television broadcast, C, release of the movie Gone with the Wind, or D, the election of President Roosevelt? Uh, The attack on Pearl Harbor. Absolutely. Great answer. Now, here's your second question. Who did not receive a Congressional Gold Medal? Now, this is the person that did not receive the Congressional Gold Medal. Would it be A, John Wayne, B, Henry Fonda, C, Bob Hope, or D, Walt Disney? That's a tough one. Uh, I think it's Fonda. Fonda is the correct answer. Good job. Yeah, I was actually uh, in the Capitol Rotunda when they gave Bob Hope his uh, Congressional Gold Medal. I just happened to be working at uh, the, uh, the Pentagon at the time, and really, really great ceremony. Uh, I bet that was an amazing yeah, experience. It was. Very, very impressive. Very emotional, too. Uh, your third and final question would be, in what year did the last U.S. troops leave Vietnam? Would it be A, 1970, B, 1973, C, 1969, or D, 1976? I'm going to go with 1969. That is the correct answer. All right, you've done a fantastic job, Nick. So what has Nick won, Greg? Well, Nick, for getting all of your questions correctly, we have a set for you for Dayton VA Industrial Strength Chip Clips designed by NASA's aerospace engineers to keep your chips crisp on your next stellar journey, whether it's in space, here, and beyond. (laughs) <laughs> to infinity awesome. and beyond. And that's compliments of the Dayton VA. 
That's right. Well, and they're and they let me tell you what they are industrial strength. Uh, we warn people not to get their fingers cut in there because we don't want to have to treat you at the Dayton VA. One hundred percent. One of my sons are going to get their fingers stuck in this. Yeah, you're going to love them. And and we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll hear more about our Army veteran Nick Nick Ripplinger about his work with Battlesite Technologies. Even an Iraq vet like me who's in really good shape needs good health care, especially when it's top quality and convenient. And it's not just for men. In fact, aren't you a vet, Patricia? Yeah, I served in the Air Force. When I come to the VA, the people understand veterans' needs. I get great care with good doctors and nurses and state-of-the-art facilities. Because, hey, I was there and I earned it. And if you deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan, including with the Guard or Reserves, you did too. Here's another thing. I'm within five years of my time over there, so there's no copay for any service-related condition. That makes a difference to me. So why not come in today? When you check in, you'll get a full medical exam, first thing, free for vets at the VA. Thanks, Doc. So check us out and see you here. I was in the military, and I didn't know that when I left, I was eligible for health care through the VA. I thought you had to be disabled or have been wounded. Another vet told me I should check it out. Now I have the care I need at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. And we're back with Nick Ripplinger, uh, an Army veteran and president of Battlesite Technologies. So, Nick, um, tell us about this uh, this business that you own. It's a service-disabled, veteran-owned business, correct? We are, and uh, you know it's a great experience. We're about 50% veterans on staff right now but everybody is somehow military military affiliated and i think that is just truly amazing with kind of the mission of making the warfighters mission safer simpler and more lethal that everybody shows up every day with that personal kind of bond to the mission and that motivation just kind of naturally built into the culture and so you create what kind of products uh, so we do a lot of infrared products. So our flagship product is an infrared crayon. So if you think of like uh, an IR glow stick, chem light, we found a way to make that into a solid so you can write on any hard surface. We do a lot around uh, the combat search and rescue mission, trying to find isolated personnel, whether it's maritime or out in the desert or in a jungle, really trying to work on those covert signals so we can get our men and women back and return them with honor. And so, you know, you had mentioned that uh, it's a veteran-owned business and that you employ a lot of veterans. Is there something special about working with other veterans that uh, are they bringing special talents to the table that you can't find elsewhere? I really think they are. I think, you know, the men and women who served in uniform are some of the smartest people this country have, and they're the most resourceful and just, you know, phenomenal problem solvers. And basically at an engineering firm, that's all we do all day is try to solve problems. Okay, Nick, as far as your background, were you into engineering when you started your company, or how did you go about seeing that there was a need and how you could solve that problem? Yeah, so I always call Battlesite the, the story of dumb luck. So I got injured in 2009, medically retired in 2011, and you know my wife kind of got tired of moving around the world. 
so she's like, hey, we're going to go back to Dayton, where we're both from, and we have family here. So didn't really have much of an option on where we were going. So I did what you know most veterans do in Dayton is go get a defense job, bounced around, and uh, got sucked into some like weird mergers and acquisition work. And then was trying to kind of figure out what was next in my you know professional career. And a great mentor of mine you know, approached me and said, hey, there's this technology coming out of the Air Force. I think you should license it and build a company around it. And that was kind of how Battlesite launched with our first product, Kraytac. So you left the Army, but then you went to go work as a defense contractor at, with the Air Force? Correct. And I think a lot of that was due to proximity. Yeah, well, absolutely. I don't think we have a whole lot of Army posts around here in this area, but uh, yeah, a large military presence nonetheless. Uh, but uh, without giving away any secrets, um, Tell us, uh, tell us how you actually made that connection that you said, okay, now I can actually make a living out of this. Yeah, it was a, a whole lot of faith on that one, to be honest with you. Um, but when the technology first got presented to us coming out of the Air Force Research Labs, I would have been a customer for this product in my time in Iraq and Afghanistan, right? We were burning through, you know, thousands and thousands of IR chem lights when we were, you know, clearing houses and clearing but it was a very static device. You couldn't dynamically communicate specific messages. So that's kind of when the light bulb went off and decided to make a go at it. As far as, as an entrepreneur, though, was there a certain amount of fear and stepping out and pursuing? Yeah, and especially the timing of it. So I came home from my normal day job one day. This was right around Christmas time with two little kids and just moved into a new house and told my wife I wanted to give up the good paying job and you know roll the dice and see if we can <laughs> launch this company. It was the worst timing possible, but you know, fortunately it's worked out pretty well for us. Well, obviously it's worked out very well and you've actually become a best-selling author. Uh, tell us a little bit how, how that came about. Again, it's just another story of dumb luck. My wife and kids were out of town with uh, her parents one weekend, and I was trying to clean up the garage, and I came across a bunch of old military journals, and I sat on the back of my tailgate and just looked, flipped through them and laughed and you know, decided those weren't going to go to the dump, and then I was going to show the wife when I got home, or when she got home, and just kind of you know reflecting on some of the stories from the military that a lot of people can relate to, and how, you know, I've pull on that military experience from a professional standpoint more so than any of my formal education. And so three or four people told me I should turn it into a book and we did that. And you know, luckily enough, people bought it to end up on a bestseller <laughs> Wow, list. that's fantastic. So you did a lot of journaling while you were in the military. I Prim did. Primarily overseas or throughout uh, your entire career? From basic training all the way up to, you know, finding out I was gonna get medically retired. Just, you know, short little notes here and there throughout about three or four notebooks. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your career in the Army. Uh, you were operations NCO, correct? Yeah, for UCOM's protective service detail. It was my last assignment. Yeah. Best job ever. Traveling around with the native commander three weeks out of the month. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what brought you to the military? I had way too much fun in high school, I think is really <laughs> what did it. Um, you know, I... Well, you weren't in front of a judge or anything. No, so no. We're gonna send you to the military. Yeah, no judges. Okay. But, uh, Couldn't have had that much fun then. Didn't have the best grades. Both my grandfather served. I think I was kind of looking for some structure and direction, and you know, I found that in the military, and specifically the army, and loved every minute of it.
with your military experience, you had alluded to how that transitioned as far as to uh, running your business right now, as far as working with people. I have to do a disclaimer, and that is I had met Nick indirectly through a workshop. Uh, Nick does a lot as far as for, uh, for the veteran community, and that is for other veterans who are looking to develop or go into a business, build a business of their own. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so first and foremost, I think Dayton has such a, well, one, it has a great you know, veteran community in general, just with proximity to the base and the Dayton VA. Um, but we also have a great entrepreneurial spirit in this community and, you know, kind of being the Midwesterns, Midwesterners that we are and wanting to see everybody succeed. I think there's so many great resources here in Dayton. And that, uh, I believe that event that we met was the SBDC with uh, Kim Woodbury out of, it's ran out of the hub now. Um, but I think there's just, you know, that great community around that. And I think there's like so many veterans in this community that I look up to who are doing, you know, way more than I am right now trying to catch up to them. Like we were talking about Charlinda before uh, we started recording. That Charlinda scales with mutt sauce, right? Yes. Which one is phenomenal sauce, but two, she's just a way better human than anybody else I know. But even in the defense community, there's great, you know, veteran CEOs and veteran entrepreneurs who are all willing to help. We just partnered with uh, Mile2. It's a software company. We're more of a mechanical company and, you know, owned and ran by a veteran and JJR. It's just a very strong community here in Dayton with entrepreneurs and veterans. And so tell us a little bit about why... uh, why you why you give back? Why you are so dedicated to helping other veterans? Yeah, I think a lot of that kind of comes from, you know, that service mindset that we all had in the military. And then on the personal side of things, my transition was terrible. I had no intentions of getting out. I went to a doctor's appointment in 2011. And a couple months later, I was, you know, up at a med board getting medically retired. And so I was planning on doing the full, you know, 20, 30, however long the army would keep me. And that just, it didn't work out. I had no plan B. And so when we kind of moved back to Dayton, a little bit lost, a little bit unsure of what the future was going to hold. And then my wife, we were home for about two or three weeks when my wife told me she was pregnant with our first. And I knew nothing about kids besides that they were expensive. And <laughs> so kind of like looking back on my career, I right, started off a little rocky outside of the military. It's grown into what it's grown into and kind of tie back to the other question. I pull on my military career to help solve problems more so than, you know, my college degree or master's degree or anything like that. And I think that's not necessarily super obvious. And, you know, these men and women who are getting out of the military, whether it's four years or 15 years or however many years, they have all these very desirable skills from a business perspective. And it's kind of more about how do you relate those experiences from the military into how you can be a valuable employee at a company. And I don't necessarily think the transition office on the military side do a great job of kind of connecting those dots. Well, and that's a very difficult task to do. I mean, there's there's a lot of resources that the TAP programs have or transition assistant programs uh, actually provide. But at the same time, you're right. There's no way, uh, it's really incumbent on the individual to, uh, 
exploit those talents that they get and those skills that they get in the military. Uh, but uh, tell us a little bit, if you could, about um, about your injury, how you got uh, the injury in the military and, uh, and the medical discharge. Yeah, so it was, uh, happened in 2009 in Dakrit, Iraq. We were out on a mission. We were pulling security, moving some heavy equipment for the engineers. A small little firefight broke out and diving for cover, I managed to break my ankle. And right after that deployment, I took kind of a desk job briefing general on significant actions um, while I was trying to recover in Iraq. I didn't want to leave country. I didn't want to leave, you know, the guys I was with. And then when we came back to the States, I, you know, had the opportunity to move to Germany and work for UCOM and kind of hide out in Germany and try to, you know, fully recover and just one of those injuries that you never get back to 100% on. Right, right. And did you get your disability rating before you left the military? I did not. Um, I know there's some great programs now that kind of do those two things simultaneously. So I actually did all my uh, compensation and apologize, feel free to chime in if I'm using the wrong vocabulary, but I did all the uh, disability stuff here at the Dayton VA after returning. So you served in Iraq. You have a disability rating that you got through the VA. Um, Are you familiar with the PACT Act? I am not. Okay, so that is the promise to address cock- the promise to address comprehensive toxins act, which was signed into law uh, just a month ago by the president, uh, and actually uh, is expanding health care for veterans, even for somebody like you who was in theater, um, and and we're actually uh, trying to tell all our veterans that it doesn't matter if you're enrolled in the VA, if you're not enrolled in the VA, uh, that you want to actually get online, go to pactact.gov, that's P-A-C-T-A-C-T.gov, and register uh, for the PACT Act. Uh, if you served overseas, like Nick, uh, in certain windows, and that's actually everything from the Korean War to present-day post-9-11 conflicts. Uh, if you were exposed to Agent Orange or other toxins uh, in, in the in the post 9/11, we get the burn pit yeah. uh, areas and so forth, and it's actually a very complete and expanded um, list of uh, service connected um, deployments and so forth or, or, or conflicts, and. Uh, if you have, because if you have a presumptive condition that's listed on there, you don't have to go through the process that you went through, Nick, which is to prove that you have had some kind of service-connected disability. It's automatically presumed if you have this condition and you were in theater in these windows that you get uh, VA care. Uh, and and sometimes for somebody like you, that actually uh, expands your disability rating uh, and, and puts you in a higher category. So we're encouraging everyone to go out to uh, pactact.gov and register for for that uh, listing to make sure that you uh, get your full benefits. And so we're encouraging you to do the same, Nick. Absolutely. I'll check that out right after All this. Right. Terrific. So we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll talk to Nick about more about his uh, experience with the Dayton VA. 
I never needed the VA for anything until I found it difficult on my own. It was getting hard to take care of myself. Then I had a fall, which made it impossible. That's when the Dayton VA stepped up to the plate. I've had the best care anyone could ask for at the Community Living Center. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. Hope, where are you hiding? I search for you in the seconds, the minutes of each and every day. Hear me as I call out to you. Take my hand. Lift me up as I lift up others. Welcome me home, father, mother, sister, brother, son, daughter. Hear us now. Alone we stood, divided we fell. No longer. We choose to make the connection. Our new mission lies within. Visit maketheconnection.net to learn more. And we're back with Army veteran Nick Rifflinger. Uh, so, Nick, uh, you know, we've, you already told us that you're actually enrolled in the Dayton VA and that you had uh, quite an experience with them. Tell us, about, tell us about some of that experience. Yeah, so I've never had a bad experience at the VA, which, you know, I think when you have a hospital system or a healthcare system that large, that's, you know, pretty impressive to be able to say that. Um, so I showed up after being, you know, medically retired, I was still on terminal leave, knowing nothing. I walked in, you know, the front door said, Hey, this is who I am. I just got medically retired. I don't know where to start. And, you know, pretty much had my hand held the whole way through the whole system. They walked me through, got me registered ID card, set me up with primary care, set me up with the uh, you know disability appointments and it was a pretty smooth painless process and you're going out there today as a matter of fact right yeah I am actually uh, <laughs> that old ankle injury flared up about a week ago and it's just not kind of getting better on its own so right after this I'm heading out to the Dayton VA for an appointment yeah. how long ago was that injury uh, I happened in 2009 so quite so, a while now yeah. you've been receiving care out the Dayton VA ever since huh uh, yeah well we moved back uh, to Dayton in 2011. Okay. Um, so about 11 years now. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking to other veterans about care, do you have other veterans ask you about the VA? I have, and um, we hired a transitioning uh, army mechanic to be a technician at battle site. And that was like one of the first things we did was, hey, you need to take a couple days go get enrolled, go get set up, go get a normal physical. And I think, you know, it's kind of that NCO mindset, right? You always want to take care of your guys. And I don't think that ever leaves you after leaving the military. So, you know, it's a, a huge benefit of, you know, the healthcare that you earn by being in the military. And I think that's probably underutilized by some veterans and it shouldn't be. And that's amazing. Because we have found some companies when they're doing their um, health fairs that we're invited to, and that's one of the things that they encourage employees. And it's good to hear that your company does that right there. Yeah, that's 
Because I, I do think there's like that weird stigma about healthcare in the military and right, you know, suck it up, take some Motrin, rub dirt on it, change your socks and move on. That, you know, is not sustainable from a you know, personal health standpoint. So when you're making that transition, far as from uh, seeing coming from the military field, especially field health care versus, okay, now I'm going into the hospital wing. And I don't think a lot of veterans necessarily know you're getting world-class health care there. I mean, you're getting, you know, phenomenal doctors and nurses who care. And I mean, they're just normal, great doctors who want to, you know, address the problem so you can kind of move on and live a healthy life. And some of the things that a lot of people don't know, and that was the VA was practicing uh, telehealth way before the uh, civilian sector was right there. And I think a lot of innovation comes out of the government um, that transitions without a lot of people knowing it. Like, you know, GPS, you know, a super easy one to point to that everybody uses on a daily basis probably that, you know, came out of the military or came out of, you know, the government. Same thing with like the Roomba. So I would expect kind of nothing less than the VA to be innovative that's going to transition that people just don't know. And we do. We embrace technology. In fact, uh, it probably a little faster than some of our veterans would like us to. Uh, for example, we actually uh, have a check-in system now where you walk through the front door and there's a QR code that all you have to do is take your smart device and point at and you can check in right there. You don't have to uh, even wait till you get to the clinic there. Uh, you're checked in as soon as you walk through the door. Some people are a little apprehensive about that and don't realize that, well, even though we have those technologies, we have human beings there that you can talk to and that will take care of you and check you in at the desk when you come through. But uh, as Greg was alluding to, the telehealth uh, technologies that you don't necessarily have to waste your time and travel to go back and forth. Uh, and, and actually have an appointment over the phone, uh, the check-ins. Uh, there were, we're actually uh, bringing online new uh, technologies for medical records so that your medical records are available uh, at any VA medical center or actually uh, physicians in the community can uh, have access to your medical records when they need to. So, yes, we're really trying to embrace those technologies and, and always moving forward. Uh, not not just the technologies, but the the practitioners as well. We we make sure that we have our our top uh, uh, physicians and and um, technicians to take care of our veterans. So it is a collaborative effort, as far as with you and your primary care provider. Absolutely, I, right? They they only know what you you're going to tell them, and if you're not engaging, there's nothing to really address. So Nick. For those veterans out there who are straddling the fence or hesitant about using the VA's healthcare, what would you say to them? I'd say you have to get over that fear. Um, I was scared the first time I went to the VA, I won't lie. I knew nothing about it. I literally had no clue where to even go. Um, but I think the passion for the employees at the VA whether it's you know support staff, administration, definitely on the healthcare side of things, they're all there to help you. And you know, walk in the door and say, "Hey, I have no clue what the hell I'm doing," and they'll you know help you. That's exactly what happened for me. 
Well, thanks, Nick, for uh, taking your time uh, to share all your story with us today. We love hearing, love hearing your story, love hearing all the stories of all the vets in the uh, Western Ohio region. And uh, thanks again for coming in today. No, happy to. And thank you for your service. Oh, appreciate that. You too, sir. Our veterans put everything on the line to protect our freedom. We may never be able to repay them for their sacrifice, but we can show them just how much we appreciate all they've done. Every day, hundreds of people just like you volunteer to help our veterans. You can help by simply sharing your time, lending a warm smile, a supportive hand, or a sympathetic ear to someone who needs it. Everyone can do something to make our veterans know how much we appreciate their service. What will you do? If you're homeless or at risk of becoming homeless, we can help. We offer many programs and services, including free health care and we can help you connect with resources in your community. We help veterans who are homeless or at risk of becoming homeless due to financial hardship, unemployment, addiction, depression, or transition from jail. Contact one of our care coordinators to get help with immediate food and shelter needs, including both transitional and permanent housing job training, life skills development, and education, justice system navigation, and community reentry from jail, financial support to prevent homelessness, addiction, and depression treatment, along with health and dental care. Now, if you or someone you know that's a veteran who is homeless or at risk of becoming homeless due to financial hardship, unemployment, addiction, depression, or transitioning from jail, the VA Medical Center can help you. Contact a homeless services care coordinator to get help. Contact our health care coordinator at 937-268-6511, extension 1364. I was in the military, and I didn't know that when I left, I was eligible for health care through the VA. I thought you had to be disabled or have been wounded. Another vet told me I should check it out. Now I have the care I need at the Dayton VA. Don't wait another day to see how the VA may help you. I'm a vet, and it's my VA. Make it your VA today. To enroll, call 937-268-6511, extension 5336, or visit dayton.va.gov. We want to say thanks again to our special guests for taking time today to share their story. We truly enjoy hearing stories from veterans from across the region and learning more about how they found care through the Dayton VA Medical Center. And as always, we want to thank our listeners for joining us and remind them if they are a veteran and are not enrolled to enroll with the Veterans Health Administration to receive health care benefits through the Dayton VA Medical Center. It's easy and it doesn't cost a thing. You just need to be a veteran. The simplest way to start enrollment is to call our enrollment and eligibility office at 937-268-6511, extension 4105. They can schedule an appointment for you to come to the Dayton campus or help make an appointment at one of the surrounding community-based outpatient clinics located at Springfield, Richmond, Lima, and Middletown. Again, that number is 937 937- 268-6511, extension 4105. Veterans may also enroll by visiting www.choose.va.gov help. 
While there, you can choose from applying online or by phone or by mail. It's just that simple, really. As I said before, it doesn't cost a thing to apply. So what are you waiting for? Call us today. Or if you know of a veteran who is not enrolled, have them call to start taking advantage of this benefit. If you're a veteran, it's your VA. Sign up today. Join us again for another episode of My VA Dayton with the Dayton VA Medical Center. Our episodes drop the 1st and 15th of each month. I'm Scott Lease with your co-host, Greg Tucker. Thanks again for listening to My VA Dayton.